0: actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to episode 102 of Coach Unplugged. Um, this is going to be a great one for, especially with the, with the season right around the corner. Um, I had a great discussion with Mario, first year coach. Um, you know, we've all been there. Kind of, talked about tryouts talked about picking the team talked about trying to turn a program around that hasn't been super successful. So, um, it was a great discussion. I'm, I'm sure it's not the last one I'll have with him, but, um, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Um, if you can go over and check out teach that's where Mario actually found me. Um, it's a great mentoring program. Um, anybody that I'm, I'm going to make a special offer right now for anybody that joins, um, and just mention this, this podcast, I will do a one-on-one call with you. We can discuss y- your program, um, things that you think are important. Um, so I'll make that special offer for anybody that's listening to the podcast. to subscribe to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better and mention um, in, in or email me once I send you the introductory letter, and uh, we'll set up a one-on-one uh, conference call. So uh, go check that out. If you like these podcasts, please subscribe and like. We really appreciate that. All right, here's Marco.
0: Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. All right,
1: welcome to Coach Unplugged. All right, Coach, I'm going to have you. Mario, I can do your first name. Can you pronounce your last name?
0: (laughs) Yeah, my last name is Mario. Mario. Uh, Mario, Mario, Mario.
1: Yeah, that's a mouthful. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: I know. I know. That sounds like a. I don't know. It sounds like a song or something.
0: If you want to turn it into a song, (laughs) be my guest. Yeah. Good luck with that that. one. (laughs) I can do that for sure. All right.
1: So what I want you. Well, the way we usually start out is I have people because I'm always interested in people's basketball journeys. So what I'm going to have you do is kind of explain kind of how you've arrived at the spot you're at. I kind of know where you're at right now, but I want everyone else to kind of, kind of the listeners to kind of know where you, where you started and why you're where you are right now.
0: Sure. Absolutely. So, okay. um, I, once I graduated high school, which is in uh, 2006 here in Phoenix, uh, I played high school basketball and I had fun. Uh, and I, I didn't want it to stop. Obviously I didn't, I didn't get to play any college ball. I wasn't that good. I'm only, 5'11", and, you know, 160 pounds soaking wet. So I didn't have the athletic ability, so I wanted to continue to play. So once I graduated high school, I worked at an after-school program at a through K-8 school, and I started coaching their junior high team. And I did that for about eight years. had fun. I coached boys. I coached girls. And uh, after that, once I started teaching, uh, I started coaching at a high school. Um, And I did the JV team there for a couple years. Took a year off last year from coaching. Uh, just because I moved out of state and now I just got my first varsity job so I've been coaching um, anywhere from seventh to you know JV basketball for about uh, 10 years or so
1: 10 years and so so tell the difference between uh, the levels that you've had and you haven't you haven't coached your first varsity game yet so you can't describe that but the different levels coming up to where you are right now
0: oh man so uh, going from junior high basketball to jv basketball junior high i mean it's fundamental i had a bunch of kids who've never played on an organized team before so i mean we were just fundamental 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 um and jv um and and i skipped the freshman level uh jv it was a huge learning curve uh even just going from junior high to junior varsity so much faster i mean Just, just the speed and kids come in with a variety of different skills. So I think the hardest part for me was putting together different skills that the players had into a cohesive team. To me, going from junior high to JV, that was the hardest thing for me.
1: Right, and I think – well, it's been so long for me, but I think the issue is, first of all, yes, if you have a couple of good players at the junior high level you can win normally – Um, they can overtake games. It's a lot harder. The, the, the higher up you go, the harder that is unless you're LeBron James, but the higher, and even it's hard for him (laughs) to take over games. Um, but the speed of the game, I think the speed of the game and the different skill sets, I think the kids, the kids can bring, you know, the difference between like a 12 year old to a 15 to 16 year old is amazing. Mm -hmm. The the, the skill sets bring, and then how you delve that into a practice is, difficult yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and not only that i mean just the athletic ability going from junior high to to a jv team you, you got guys you know six foot eight that could that are playing jv sometimes right so that part was also uh a, an adjustment as well you know trying to play against teams that you know first of all why is this six eight kid playing jv uh right. you know <laughs> why am i playing against him He should right. be playing varsity please right. help me out Right. Um, <laughs> well, was I can steady, tell you, like, we're, we're struggling.
1: Yeah. And I can tell you like in our program, I mean, we're going to have one of our better JV teams we've had in a really long time. There's going to be kids that would be playing on a lot of varsity teams in the area, but they're going to, I mean, they're, they're sophomores. They need to develop, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, a curse of having a good program sometimes, but it's also a developmental thing. Cause I teach, I teach math and I teach statistics. It's like, well, you're going to put the kid at the right level. And if they need to take geometry, yeah you're not going to push them into calculus when they're not, maybe they could do it, but that's not really the right spot for them. I think that's hard for parents and it's um, more than it is for the kids. Sometimes I think. So yeah, tell me where I'm you a are math now. teacher
0: as well. And so, oh, yeah. you are. Okay. <laughs> how, like, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. So tell me where you are now so we can talk about that and then how you found teach hoops. And then we'll talk about if, if Now that I know you're a stats teacher or math teacher, we can talk about that a little bit too. That'll be good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I kind of stumbled upon this varsity job, um, I'd say, about maybe a month ago. Um, And this is a – we have conferences here in Arizona. It goes from uh, 2A all the way up to 6A. And the school I'm at is a 4A school. So we are got about, you know, uh, 1,200 kids. And the team last year was (laughs) 0-18. So needless to say, we got a steep learning curve. And on the varsity squad last year, there was only – two sophomores with everybody else being seniors so in this in the high school i'm at right now i've only had two kids who've had varsity experience um so i think we're, we're at a steep learning curve right now uh right. not only the players but me kind of just getting a hold of this program a month ago and we're having tryouts already in two weeks in two weeks so <laughs> okay so it yeah. sounds
1: very it ser- sounds very similar to my experience 20 years ago where I got the job about this time, with about a month to go before. So, so I'm gonna, I'm going I'm gonna put your mind at ease. There's a little bit of, I, I'm kind of in retrospect. I'm glad that happened um, because you, you're going to be thrown into the wolves this year. There's gonna be a lot of learning, and it's gonna be difficult. But sometimes I think if we if mm-hmm. had nine months, it would have been even harder, um, just because I think your head would, your head would, be, you're not gonna have time to think. To be honest with you. Um <laughs> I think that's a good thing in some respects. Um
0: Yeah, if if there's too much time to build up for the anticipation,
1: yeah,
0: I, I'm already I'm already anxious right now and I just found out about the job a month ago.
1: So. Right. So 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 what what so what have you started working on? This is great for people that are listening to. So you started working on tryouts tryouts, right? What you're gonna do at tryouts? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I kind of have a basic idea of what crowds is going to look like. I think for the, the biggest thing for me, uh, when I was, I started to sit down and plan, okay, you know, what do I, what do I want this this season to be? Uh, to me, I wanted to establish a, a good culture first. Yep. So, um, I made sure I picked the right coaches. Um, I made sure that I it was guys that I can trust and yep. these are guys who have been, you know, helping me out for a while. And yep. Uh, And when I say established culture, I'm talking about player expectations, coaches expectations. We just had our first coaches meeting uh, last night. Okay. And it went really well. And we're we're all in the same boat now, which is a a very, it was a very nice feeling afterwards. So that's kind of my goal was to set good expectations at first. And then the basketball will kind of kind of fall in that way
1: yep so i so i so for all the young coaches listening i think you you basically beat me to the punchline so the first thing i i would 100 agree if you feel like you can trust those guys that is i've had a great staffs over the 20 plus years and that's one of the reasons i think we've won is i've had a great staff and i could trust them and i know they're not talking out in the community and i know they got my back and i know when things don't go well i can call them at 10 o'clock at night and we can vent and we can it out together Mm -hmm. so that's really good so so if you feel really good about your staff that's key and then um i think player expectations so you have to has the culture not been to win necessarily in that school
0: before so what's weird about our school is we've been big um as far as number like population wise but we've been recently starting to grow and well our state foundation is called the AIA okay um and last year was our first year being in the aia before that we were playing nothing but charter schools before that oh
1: okay okay yeah so so there hasn't been necessarily a winning culture per se
0: no and even when we were in the the charter league and by the way this is my first year at this school so i've been learning the history of uh, the athletic program there which is also new uh, but the guy who set it up before—he's he, a great guy—and when he was doing the charter league, they were they were fairly uh, successful in the charter leagues. Um, I think it was a rough transition going into our state right. uh, foundation last year.
1: So, so I think I, I I think you're right. I think I think setting culture, setting expectations of—you know—it's like being on time, working hard. Because you're right. I think and and by no means. I mean, I I, I think you're setting up everything the way you need to in the sense that mm-hmm. basketball will come <laughs> and it might not even come this yeah. first year and it might not come the second year, but if you build a culture of family, first of all, um, so I would, st- I would try to build up stuff that's not basketball related throughout the season. Um, you know, try to get some parent reps people that maybe you trust that can set up pasta dinners, they can set up outing, mm-hmm. the team goes to a movie, you know, we, we travel now that we've got an established enough program, but, Anything like that, they can build the trust within so that when they have to get up and do their conditioning in the morning or they got to have an early morning practice or all that kind of stuff, um, you know, that's a cohesive group. Um, I would, and and if you look on, my expectations are on T-Troops. If you look at it Mm -hmm. through and what's your expectations on being on time? What's your expectations if they miss practice? What's the expectations if they're not doing school? All those things. I don't spell them out like I used to because the culture is so based and so you know it's so set at this point. But, um, you know, I, and this is gonna this is gonna surprise people. I think they're listening. If you miss one of my practices, no matter what the reason, you don't start. Um, and, okay. and, and here's, my, here's And it's it's a it's a it's a unique one in the sense that let's say you're homesick, you're homesick. If grandma dies. You know, I'm probably going to call and then we'll send a card. But I mean, you've missed practice. So, what I do is I reward the people that are there. I'm not punishing your son or daughter. I'm rewarding yeah. them. That they're there. And it's like, I'm going to put you in and you're not going to sit the whole game. I'm just saying, I'm going to reward the kids. If you're the sixth man, now maybe you become the eighth man if you miss practice. Uh, and, they, and kids miss right. practice. It, it happens. But the, the expectation is they know that that happens. They missed. All right. You're not going to start. Someone else is going to start. You know the starting as like captains, in my opinion is way overrated. It's who's in there in the last <laughs> 30, 30, 30 minutes, but um it's right. important to them and it's important to their families and their kids and whatever um you know what happens you know my my policies are not i my pet peeve is my teaching is i don't I can't handle people that are late um so yeah yeah i do just can't handle it. so in in my classroom, they sing a song in front of the class if they're late, no one's ever late. <laughs> um. But but in in, in, can, in can I
0: ask what song do you make them sing?
1: Oh, it depends. Like if it's on a Friday, that I make them do um that, that Friday song. I don't remember what that is. But I, I like Britney Spears. I like uh, Neil <laughs> I mean it's something that's again embarrassing. A little I'm a little teapot. I had one of the guys <laughs> sing it the other day. Um, they're not late. I've had people dive into my room. But uh, I, past- I might steal that. <laughs> it's good. It's good, and I karaoke it, and it's fun. Um, but uh, and you can do that with high school kids. You can't really do that with. Like middle school kids, but um no. but for 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 practice, if, if the first time you're late, you run. Okay. Second time you're late, team runs, third time you late, you sit. Um, so you know, I'm all about I'm not gonna, you know, the first you're late, we'll punish you, we'll move on, we'll do something else. Um but the second time you're you're hurting everybody because we're not a well, practice isn't able to get started, blah 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 blah. Right. But I think that is really important culture wise. For you, you know, to establish that. And, and, and I think it's not a Bobby Knight establish it. I mean, my guys know I love them and my guys know I got their back, but they also, it's not similar than my son that's in the other room. He knows I love him, but he's also got a curfew. You know, you gotta be home. Yes. Uh, so it's that fine line that, you know, luckily you've been coaching and says, is in your first gig that you can, can kind of start reading, you can start reading them as kids go. Um, and rules are meant to be, I mean, kids want kids rules are going to be broken. It's going to, you know,
0: and they're going to um, test it
1: and they're going to test it and they're going to test it early. Cause you're new. Um, yes. So they won't test it in two years, but they're going to test it because you're new. Um, right. you to see how far they can go just like in a classroom. Um, <laughs> I think that building that culture will be the big point. Um, do you so I am gonna ask a question. I don't know if you know the answers. Do you have games on your schedule you can win?
0: Well, the the a lot of the schools we're playing I'm not sure about, but here's okay. one thing I was looking at the scores from last year is they were in a lot of games. We're talking five point losses, seven okay. point losses. There's a couple two point losses in there. Okay. And so and, and a lot of them were are in our region. So I do think that I have a couple schools that are uh winnable quote-unquote
1: and what's the what's the rule on (laughs) scouting what's the rules in scouting in arizona uh
0: as far as i know we can share film on uh past games uh coach to coach so i'm in the process still i haven't got it yet of gathering film from last year Uh, as soon as i can get a hold of that i am i'm all up in the video
1: okay Uh, yep well we can talk video in a second can you go tape other opponents
0: I don't think so. And I'll I'll have to look into our AIA rules, but um, I don't think I can sit there with a video camera watching another team play. Okay. But I'll I'll have to double check.
1: If you can, I would do that, first of all. If you can't, then I would try to get there physically and see everybody in person. Because, especially being a new coach, you want to see a style. And, you know, tape's great. Um, I'm a huge tape guy. We can talk tape in a second. I'm a huge tape guy. But, Um, I try to see everybody in person once because tape lies. Um, Numbers don't lie, but tape lies. And who that guy's not that quick. And then you see him in person. It's like, whoa, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Heightness or height or all that kind of stuff. Kind of tape doesn't always show you that stuff. So um, that's where your assistants and your friends and Johnny and your sister-in-law and whatever, all that stuff. You know, if you can tape, I'd send them out. If you can't, then I would try to get, you know, maybe even your assistants there in person um for sure so my theory with this and this is one of my theories when early when we were you know 500 and stuff is I feel like I can out scout and I can out I can out prepare for the opponent for my guys um I do less mm-hmm. of that now than I used to I have assistants to do it um but I think that's something that you can get you know if you can get if you can steal four or five points now it's a now it's a fifty fifty game, you know, kind of thing. You know, you get Yeah, the-
0: yeah, for sure.
1: That you can, and if you have cerebral kids, I don't know if you have cerebral kids, but if you do, you know, hey, you know, we condense our scouts to usually one page. My scout's about twenty pages. Um, oh man, yeah. So we can talk about that <laughs> when the season gets a little closer for you. But my okay. scout is like the scout I hand them is is we used to hand them a long one, and we used to watch film, blah blah blah. We've condensed that because I think we live in an ADHD society now, and they won't listen. <laughs> um,
0: right. If anything, you got to put like a highlight film together, right? Yes, I put little.
1: I mean, I five, five ten minutes of tape. Here's what you got to know. Um, so, do you uh, do? Does your school have any sort of uh, service like huddle, crossover, anything like that?
0: No, and uh, there's there's no paid subscription already. And I looked in my accounts last week. We got about 150 bucks, and so I believe okay. <laughs> crossover might be a little bit more. Oh,
1: crossover is about 10 times. <laughs> yes.
0: So so that's so, okay. Needless so needless to say, we we don't have that.
1: Yet. Yep. So that's something. That's something. Uh, so what I did when I got my first, I started up. You start a little post-it. You want you will probably want a gun at some point or a shooting machine at some point. You know, you put all these wish list things that at some point you got to – a crossover will save you a ton of time, and it will give you huge analytics. Um, but yeah. you can do that stuff by hand. You just – it's just going to, you know – yeah, whatever. It's going to take some time initially. Um, mm-hmm. So, have you worked through an offense and a defense? Have you seen the guys in open gyms? These are just me, again, throwing things so we
0: have discussion points. So. I have not seen uh, any kids with the basketball in their hand. Uh, I finally got an approval. And by the way, we only have one gym. Um, okay. So this is, that's another struggle that I have to go through and another hurdle I have to jump through. But okay. I haven't seen any kids uh, with the basketball in their hand. We have our first open gym tomorrow.
1: Okay. That's good.
0: And that'll be my first time. But needless to say, just kind of through my own research, I feel like the read and react offense is what I'm going to go with at first just because of okay. all the different layers. Yep. that you can build upon okay yep
1: and i'm gonna tell you some uh, I, so i was a i was a swing guy i was a flex guy i was a dribble drive guy i've had all these in depending i was a high low guy i had a i had a big d1 kid last year that went ended up going to dartmouth we, we had to convert well, anything a triangle guy i've been all those things i'm a, i love read and react okay so yeah. um drew can you get that so this is live so the phone's ringing whatever um <laughs> In the background, okay. That is mom. Can you pick that up? All right. Uh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, so, no problem. So I'm a huge read and react guy too. Um, I there. If you read all the, so I have two assistants that love read and react. Um, they convinced me to do it a couple years ago. Um, we don't really do read and react. We do a condensed version of read and react. It is. It is okay. like there seventy thousand layers. I mean, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so I will send you, send, send me, I'll give you my email address. So it's steve at teachings.com. You know that, I sent you that. Mm-hmm. So send me that, send me an email, remind me and I'll send you our little condensed version, which is five rules. <laughs> um, that okay. is a great place to start. And then you can start adding layers. You won't get past those five, I'm telling you right now. Um, but if you do those five really well, it's 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 spacing and stuff um so i am a big yes i'm a big read and react i think that's if someone's starting out i always say start with read and react you can always add dribble drive things to it you can always add quick hitter and motion stuff yeah um but you're basically spacing them giving them options rule basic rules to do um will you have size
0: uh, I think the tallest kid I've seen on campus is about six four. So okay. uh, now he he was here for the basketball meeting, so that's about okay. as big as we're going to get.
1: Okay, and then how are, how is you don't know around the conference if that's small or big?
0: Um, looking at roster uh, sizes from last year, um, it will will be to the probably about average. Honestly. Average.
1: Okay, yeah. so then Reed Rack will be good then. If you won't get, that will be a good. What are you thinking defensively?
0: Defensively, I want to go straight up man-to-man principles at first. That'll be hopefully our our bread and butter. Yep. Um As far as zone that we go to, uh, uh, obviously the natural two-three is is really easy to teach. In a matchup, um, a matchup that might be good too. Yeah, and I I started watching some stuff about a one-two-two. Two. I haven't seen it exactly in person where the top guy, uh, essentially is level with the ball. So if the ball's in the corner, the top guy is down and block.
1: So so the way every zone works is be- when it gets below the free throw line, it basically becomes a 2-3. <laughs> right. I mean, every zone. Right. I mean, even a 1-3-1. One, one. Once it gets below the free throw line, it morphs into a 2-3. Because you got to protect the rim. Yeah. you got to get somebody out to the corner. you got to get somebody to the low block. So they all kind of morph into that. Yeah, I hope um. you're enjoying the episode. If you are, please go over and check out teamchiefs.com for coaches who want to get better. I'll reiterate the the, the the special offer I made at the beginning of this podcast. Um, if you mention this podcast, I will, and you become a member of teach for coaches who want to get better. I will do a one-on-one conference call with you. We'll uh, discuss anything you want, um, but you have to mention this podcast. So if you do that um, and anyway, if you like these, please go over and subscribe and like, we'd really appreciate that. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Morph into that um yeah that's true and once you know more about your guys we can talk to One, one's good because you can play it in different you can i would f- try to find out as you get filmed too what's everyone in the league doing and then i i would try to morph what maybe they're not doing so that you do it <laughs> um
0: yeah so that way they haven't practiced against. It. they haven't practiced against it
1: um and but man is the per- man's the perfect place to start man's the perfect principles to start um so as you're starting your, um, as you're starting your, there's a template on, on t There's a template that you should look at that will plan, mm-hmm. helps plan out the first couple of weeks. Um, I think it's practice. It will be under mini lessons, practice plans. So I have a, I have an example of us and it, it, what it does is it gives different sections. It's an Excel sheet. So I would, I would print that off or even do it online. Um, and then start spreading out because what's going to happen is I don't know how long you have before your first practice in the first game, but you're going to want to morph out. Okay. I need 10 minutes of man here. I need, you know, because you got other things we haven't talked about. You got out of bounds plays. You need a couple out of bounds plays. You need a press breaker.
0: Um, yeah so got about four in mind now press break is something i'm gonna need to spend a lot of time on i have a feeling that when other coaches see 0 and 18 they are going to try to get the game over with in the first quarter oh, so if we can break a press okay yeah yeah okay. so that's one honestly one of the things i'm going to spend uh, okay. a pretty good amount of time on okay
1: yep and go so here's a couple things i there, i got like an hour thing on t-tubes that i did on press breaks it's really good so you watch that And then, um, basically, um, any out of bounds play, anything that, anything that works as an out of bounds play can work as a press break to get the ball in at least. And then Mm -hmm. um, a lot of cutting. So I talk about it in that video, but a lot of cutting and a lot of, um, especially, you know, how do you, you tend to turn the ball over through dribbling (laughs) rather than passing most presses. So we work, we work on our press break against multiple people and we do it against, um, only passing. So I only let them even pass it till they get to the top of the key. So that way think cutters are really hard to defend on presses. Um, and diagonal cuts are really hard to defend. So we work right. on spacing and those diagonal cuts. Um, but I would map out your first couple opponents. If you can get film on your first couple opponents and then we can talk again, maybe in a couple weeks. Um, Figure out who your first couple opponents are, what they kind of do. And I think that will help with, um, with the press break, too. Um, awesome. But I would start mapping out the first couple. First of all, I'd map out tryouts. So you and I could get back together and talk about tryouts. Um, so are you going to have to cut a lot of kids? Do you not cut kids? How does that work?
0: So I'm not sure about uh, the numbers and and i i personally would like you know 12 to 13 for varsity i feel like is a is a good number um, but I, yeah i think um i think there's there's a good interest when i had our informational meetings for basketball it was mostly freshmen that showed up so that's okay. a, to me that's a good thing because there's a lot of interest at the bottom um yep. and we can kind of grow yep. that yeah, if you may. So as far as I don't know how many I'm going to have to cut honestly. OK,
1: so I'm going to tell you something and your district might disagree and you can take it and you don't even have to respond to it. Here's my philosophy with this is I'm going to, if, if I have two kids and they're exactly even, I'm taking the younger one. If I have if I have a senior and he's not going to play, I'm taking a younger one. My philosophy, just my philosophy, um, because I'm trying to build um, and then that junior <laughs> that's going to become a senior. You better you better be able to play next year. Or I'm taking the junior and sophomore because that's our future. Um, yeah. So, just something to think about. You don't have to say anything about it, but um, just something to think about.
0: Um, that's that's one of the things me and my coaches talked about last night. Is you, we we go with potential for growth. We're going to get a seed that's going to grow, not a half dead
1: flower. Right, and 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 here's the issue too: is you have a you you're coming into this is. I was in the school before I got it this time, you know, 20 years ago. So I kind of knew the kids. I knew who was showing up for open gyms. I knew who was in the weight room. I knew kind of that. So this is going to be a really hard year to pick because you're coming in a little bit blind once this season's over and you come in and now you start having open gyms and you talk about weight weightlifting and you talk about, you know, summer league and a, all that kind of stuff. You're going to find out Johnny's working but Sam is not working, kind of thing, and then it's going to be the, the decisions. This is going to be a hard. This is going to be a hard year for you because you're not going to. You don't know the kids well enough to be able to tell. Um, so there'll right. be some, there's going to be some bumps with that. Um, right. No pressure, but it's probably the most important day of the season.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I totally understand that, and trust me, I've as a coach before. I've you know looked back. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. And. You you look at the decision you made one day and and you learn from it, you know, you, you look at the way you, you, you write down attributes, the way you write down your pros and cons of each kid. And, and I've made a couple of mistakes in the past. So, yep. Yep.
1: And the thing is, I tell everybody, I tell, I tell the parents this too, in our preseason me, I said, everybody, you know, if we, if we all made chicken noodle soup, I'm going to make it different than you are. They both might taste really good. (laughs) But I might put more onions, and you might put more carrots in. No one's saying one's right or wrong, but just understand that. And you know, yeah, we we can talk about cuts and stuff. Um, let's talk about tryouts too, because I'm sure people have, that are listening will have questions about tryouts. So I have a couple of rules for tryouts. Um, I tell the kids okay. in the preseason meeting. I said I will not talk to you and or your parents for a for a minimum of. Sometimes it depends on how you think how bad it's going to be 24 to 48 hours. After those 24 to 48 hours, I will have a meeting with you. I will meet with your parents. I will do whatever you want, but there needs to be a cooling down period. I'm not going to take a phone call the next day. So there's a couple reasons. I think people need to calm down. So that's the first one. The second one is mm-hmm. I think um, it's better if you get a practice in or a couple practices in before mom and dad come in all angry because what are you going to do you're not going to put them on the team after you've had two the kids not going to want to be on the team (laughs) at that point they're going to want to vent maybe but that's it so i think it's really important to set that expectation that okay i'm going to make cuts um this is my philosophy everybody that i keep or cut on my team i have a one-on-one meeting with them um so so hold on one second True. Um, so here's I'm sorry about that. So here's what I do. So I we have morning tryouts. We have after school tryouts. We have morning tryouts. We have after school tryouts, and then I pick my team. So we have four sets of tryouts before I pick my team. Okay. Um, it, it, it again depends. Our turnaround for our first game is pretty fast. Then what happens is the last hour of trials. I I talk to everybody. If you try out for my team, you deserve a one on one with me. Um, it is not an easy day, but you, you've earned that. Um, I'm not going to post it on yeah. a wall. I'm going to have a one-on-one and I'm going to talk to you. Um, so what I do is I have my assistant stay in, I have, I have my assistant stay in the gym. I keep one assistant with me because it's amazing what you say they will not hear. <laughs> um, and I can, <laughs> because I was in, I had a meeting with my son, I didn't cut my son, but I had a, I had a meeting with him. And what I said to him, I had my assistant sitting right next to me, what I said to him and what he told his mother, I said to him, not the same thing. It was crazy. So I have an, ass- <laughs> I have an assistant there. So when I tell Johnny, this is why you got a blah blah blah, and then they go home and tell mom and dad something else. It's like, well, no, my assistant heard this. And this is what I said, whatever. Um, but so what I do is I send the assistant knows who makes the team. I tell them, and then they'll send in like, John will come in. John makes my team. I tell, hey, John, nice job. You made your team. You did these things really well. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Then he'll send somebody else in. Then I cut. So the rule is, and I find a room outside the gym. And the rule is, once you leave the gym, you don't come back in the gym, and you go home. So that way, the interaction between the kids, and it's like, all right, Sam, you didn't make the team. I'm sorry. Here's why. We had three point guards. You were my fourth you know, your junior work on these skills, blah, blah, blah. And then he brings all his stuff and then he goes home and then they send someone else in. So it's a good hour of doing that. And it's very, very draining. Um, but I think, but I think as an educator and as a, as a teacher, it's important to do that. Um, and you'll have tears, you'll have anger. Those, the, the, depending on how many you have to cut, but I think it's a really important thing and it's also an important thing to tell the kids that make it, Hey, you made it, but you're number 12. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some of those kids, I will have that discussion with them before I make the, the cuts. It's like, okay, go, you know, I'm thinking you're, you might make the team, John. I'm not sure. But if you do make the team, there's not going to be a lot of playing time. Are you okay with that? If you are not, then we have to make a decision, you know, blah, 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 blah. So um, all those things have to be working in your mind before you make it um, because mm-hmm. people, Picking one through seven's easy. Picking one through eight's easy. Picking nine through twelve is hard because those guys got to understand their roles. They got to understand where they fit. It's better if they're a younger kid because they always know there's a tomorrow. Um, yeah. So work through those things before you get to that day, um, and it will make that day a lot easier. It will make it will make your culture, which we were talking about earlier, better. I think.
0: Um, and I like that you tell them ahead of time, like, Hey, you know, there's a chance that, you know, if you're on the team, you're not going to play a lot right. that way they know. And there's no surprises. It's not like they make the team and they're not right. a starter and they're like, yep. Hey, what happened? Yep. You know? and, then, and, and, so and the thing good. is
1: you, you can do, you can either have that discussion before you actually pull them into the room or you can have that discussion, you know, okay. So you tell your assistant, turn, send in John. And then you have that discussion with John or something. And then if he says, oh, then you take someone else. You can always do that too. I like having it <laughs> beforehand so they can go home and talk to their parents. Um, yeah. So it's like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. You're on the bubble, which means if you're on the bubble, there's not a lot of playing. time. Go home and talk to your parents. Make sure you and your parents are okay with being on the bubble. If you're not, come talk to me tomorrow during school or whatever. Um, and then we can have a discussion about that. So because you don't want that kid being thinking he's being he's number six when he's number 12 um right. that's where problems come up that's where the cancer grows and
0: you've got team culture issues. um and you know what you just you just described my my high school playing career right you know, i got i got talked up and tryouts, and they're like hey you're gonna be my lone buster right right all that and i'm right. like hey coach uh did you forget about me over here? Right, right. <laughs> so.
1: and, and the thing is, it's like, and it, you know, every coach is going to play who they think the best players are. Um, but I think, I, and this is something I've done in my entire career, I've had, I mean, I, I cut my assistant coach's kid. I mean, I, I, it was not easy. In <laughs> retrospect, I don't know if I'd have done it now. But, um, you know, I'm honest. I mean, you might disagree with me, and you might disagree with the decision I'm making. But it's much better for me to cut. And I've had discussions with kids I've cut. I said, it was better that I cut you than I kept you around and you didn't play, wasn't it? And, they're, you know, they're now there 27. They go, yeah, coach, I was mad at you. But it was better because <laughs> then I could, go, I could go do something else. I could hang with my friends. I could go get a job. You know, I, I, don't, I think we're doing this kids a disservice if they're not happy with their role. And then they sit there for five months. That's so good. Right,
0: because it's, um, a, it's a time and an energy investment.
1: Right. And especially you expect basketball. the
0: kids who are you expect the kids who are 9, 10, 11, 12 on the roster to work just as hard as the guys who are one through seven who get to go play. Right. Right. You know, so it's not fair to those kids. And that, and that goes exactly. back to what I was talking about earlier. I think
1: <laughs> when you're picking this team and we'll, we'll probably talk before we pick the team. But when we're picking the team is it's a lot easier for that junior than it is for that senior. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Um, because yeah. they're thinking, okay, well, oh gosh, there's four guys graduating. If I keep working and I get better, and it's true, you you might you might help us win it next year. Um, but you're gonna have to put the time in and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, perfect. What
0: else? Any any other any specific questions? No, I mean one of the things I was thinking about was that whole role question, how how you get kids to buy in. But I like that you're saying uh, hit them up early. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, as, as far as I got some getting, team building. Was, you, Hold on,
1: one, one second, one second before I forget, because I'm old and I'll forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no I problem. have some team building stuff. So I do some team building stuff, but I don't do it. So I'm I'm in the process. I've got a couple of them on teach hoops under mini lessons. Um, but I do them during the season. Um, they're fun. They're dorky. Um, you know, I'll do different things during the season that I don't run it, my assistants run it. So I literally leave the room because if I'm there, they're trying to please me because I'm, you know, I'm the final say on who gets on the court and who doesn't. <laughs> so if you have a good assistance, assistants, and it sounds like you do, um, I'll get you some of those things and we can talk through them. Um, but for building culture, they're really good. And all that other stuff I've talked for is really important, building culture. Um, it's going to be really hard for you to build culture and connection with your guys in the month that you got before the season. Because, and I'm going to tell you this is a, from an old guy, you have two different hats. You have in-season hats, and you have out-of-season hat. I make my connections with my guys when it will, right now when they're in the weight room, in the summer, all that kind of stuff. That's when I connect with them. When I'm during the season, I'm more like dad, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really hard for you to connect with this team this season but then as soon as the season ends that's when that building and that fun stuff because you don't have anything for them at that point you can build the trust (laughs) you can joke with them you can go out pizza with them all that kind of building thing has to happen from March on um right you're you're in a hard situation right now your assistants can do that your assistants can be your inner you're in between guys um yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so you really got to work on them doing that okay um you know
0: yeah that that if you could send that that'd be great that'd yep. be awesome um yep. so one other thing i was i was asking about and i don't think you've been in this situation uh hearing your history but you know let's say we're you know close to the same record as last year okay, yep. it's midway through the season yep. and kids are starting to get frustrated because you know no matter how much you say uh yep. you know let's let's think about you know small goals and that's honestly what I'm going to be going for like hey yep. it's, let's let's make sure we have x amount of turnovers before half you know yep. less than you know let's make sure we have you know x amount of offensive rebounds for each half and those are the things I'm going to be talking about But it's really, really hard for kids to not see the points, and it's not, it's hard for kids to not see the record. Yep. Um, So,
1: a couple things. First of all, I wouldn't wouldn't post stats anywhere. I wouldn't tell them stats. I wouldn't show them stats. They'll know how many points they scored. But other than that, I wouldn't post any of it. I haven't posted stats in 20 years. I give it to mm -hmm. them at the end of the year. Stats are, stats are, um, are team killers in my opinion I have them <laughs> I know who's rebounding I know who's doing it but they don't need that because that mom and dad are going to get a hold of it they're going to get a hold of it I'm only getting four rebounds whatever okay so that's the first thing so um, I, I refer to it as the streak my first season we were 7-14 we were horrible um, and we lost 10 games we had one team We beat one team and then we lost 10 and then we beat the next team. I call it a streak. We lost 10 in a row. (laughs) um, So what we did during that is what you're talking about, but we in their lockers had individual goals for them. Um, So by mid season, you're going to know John should get seven rebounds and two offensive putbacks and should have less than three turnovers. So you have to, to, and this takes a lot of time again on your part or your assistance, but you have to you have to give them something to work about cuz maybe the 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 entirety and the team thing isn't happening but you can but they can in their locker have a little you can make a little spreadsheet and you can put here are your three goals for the game it is you know seven offensive rebounds two putbacks and a charge taken or something like that and that's their goal and if they okay. get all three of them you know, you, you, I don't know. You give them a blow pop or something, or a, I don't know, something <laughs> after practice. You can anything, but they'll watch that, and then as if they increase it, then you increase the number if they keep doing it. So you get, you're right. You got to break it down into small little pieces, but you have to do it individually mm-hmm. because teenage boys are egocentric and a little bit narcissistic. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs>
1: so you got to gotcha. feed on their and, ego. And
0: you,
1: yeah. Go ahead. And
0: those those individual stats. You don't ever, you don't ever put points, though, right? I don't. Or do you? Points. I don't, I don't care
1: about points. They okay. all know points. I, points are not. Trust me. If you find a, you find five kids that put on the court that don't care about scoring. Let me know because I've never seen them. They all care about it. <laughs> it's a, it's a spectrum of how much they care about it, but they all care about it. Um, yeah, you're right. I, and I make charges really big deals. So. Our, we have a unique locker room in the sense that we don't have benches or anything in front. So we have stools that I made. I don't know, whatever. I'll send you a picture when we get our locker room. But anyway, if you take a charge, you get a chair in front of your rather than a stool. It's a silly little thing, <laughs> But you need to make, you got to find out something that's important to them. And then if they take a charge, they get that important thing. For us, it's ch- uh, yeah. a comfy little chair in front of their locker. Charges are big because charges are like dunks in a lot of respects. They're, they're momentum. Right. Um, so, you know, you got to figure out what's important, but I never put points. I never post the stats online. I never, I mean, I don't know what your conference might make you post stats. I know there are some that do. Um, no. Yeah. So I want to tell anybody any stats. At the end of the year, um, I'll send you a record, but I keep all these stats. And then I would, for building culture, I would start keeping. I would try to find old stats and then I would try to find all your stats. And then we have a record book, you know, we have like, you know, I don't think Wesley who plays for the Mavericks isn't even our leading scorer. I think Jerron Maiman is. So we have all that. Where do you fit, you know, top 20 scores, top 20 rebounders, top 20 assists, all that kind of stuff. Um, And then that's a banquet thing at the end of the year. Again, long-term post it, you don't have to do it this year, but um, I would definitely try to get a hold of old stats if you can.
0: That's perfect. Awesome. I like that, the that individual thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, it, it's just something to keep the boys uh, excited for the next game. You know right. what I
1: mean? Right. And it's hard. It's hard to, you know, what's your mantra, what's your thing this year? You know, maybe it's one and oh, you know, just try to go one and oh. don't worry about the next one. Mm-hmm. You got to come up with something that just, they know when you say it that, you know what it means, you know, it's little, little, little nuggets like, if I say H1 to one of my players, they'll know what that means. H1 is where you sit when you're not playing. It's, the, the you know, they, how the rows have different numbers, like H1, H2, H3. Well, H1 okay. is on our bench. If I say H1, boom, they know what it means. It's like, ooh, my butt's on the pine. You know, it's little <laughs> tidbits, little cue things um, that you can give them that will help them, will be good. But, you know, maybe it's 1-0. Maybe it's something like that for you this year. Um, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard year for you. It's going to be a hard year for them. It's going to be a hard year all around. Um, but you know, it's, it's going to be a learning curve and I would be honest with them too. Once you pick your team, it's like, Hey, we're in this together. You know, we were 0 and 18. We're going to do this together. We it's the, it is the, the, I would point to your assistants and yourself and the 13 and I go, it's us guys. There's no one else in the world, but us, (laughs) Um, right. And then we're going to, we're going to do this together. We're not going to do this together. We're going to grow together. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. You know, you can, I'm very (laughs) honest with my team. It's like, you know, this is, this is about us building this and um, yeah. Yeah. And And, and, and,
0: and if I, if oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So if I'm thinking about a a positive of, of being 0 and 18, you know, my wife's a psychologist as well. Um, I was talking to her about it and I was like, hey, you know, let's, let's think about this. Like, who's the pressure on No one. when we play against another team? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. is, is the pressure on the 0 18 team or is it the team who does right. not want to lose to the 0 18 team? Right. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that's something that, you know, I think maybe you play that. I think the boys you can go that, and buy into.
1: Yep. I think you play that card. I think you play the card that you guys are going to be the guys. And I'm going to tell you, you guys are going to be the guys that 10 years from now they're going to talk about because you're going to be the guys that helped us turn this thing around. You are going to be the guys that like, you got to build, you got to build on that ego testosterone, teenage boy thing. It's like, you no know, <laughs> seriously. Cause it's like steps. It's like, you are going to be the guys. And then in the off season, you just play that up to the, you know, this is it. We're going to outwork everybody. We're going to do this, you know, and then, you know, you're going to figure out a way to raise money for crossover. You're going to figure out a way to do this so on and so forth. But, um, yes i yeah every coach should be married to a psychologist I, I'm thoroughly convinced <laughs> it's a I lifesaver am, isn't it <laughs> I am yes it is a it is a big lifesaver trust me
0: <laughs> she's ready not, for not just for my team sanity but for my own sanity as yes, well yes <laughs> yes so let's plan
1: on having another one of these in a couple of weeks when you get closer to tryouts we'll do another one of these um yeah that sounds great for sure and then we'll get one where where the Cubs aren't playing because I'm a Cubs fan sorry um we oh, got the
0: game going on pretty yeah, soon.
1: And then we'll, um, we'll get on so we can draw some stuff up. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll email you. We'll get some homework done and, um, we can talk on Facebook through teach Tubes too, but, um, we'll, we'll go from there. How's that sound coach? That sounds great coach. That sounds okay. great. All right. Yep. Start a little tally. That's what I'll do. And then we can, we can hook up and we'll go through anything you need. All right. Perfect. This is a lifesaver. All right. Thanks. No problem. See ya. Bye-bye thanks everybody for taking time out of your busy day hopefully you were running or in your cars or doing something like that that's usually where people are listening to these podcasts um if you like them if you like this podcast please go over and subscribe and like we would really appreciate that um and i would ask that you go over and check out teachfoods.com a mentoring uh a resource you know our facebook our, our private facebook group has really grown um and what i love is is coaches interacting with coaches obviously i'm on there every day Um, But we would love if you'd become a a member of our community. Go over and check it out, 14-day free trial. Um, And we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty